0: even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at Chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's Chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This podcast is sponsored by TourTips.com, the online golf betting resource. TourTips subscriptions for 2021 have been reduced by up to 50%. Their email service is now a free subscription. For all the best in depth stats and information, visit tour tips.com, the online golf betting resource. Welcome to the home of the best golf betting tips. All the best bets for the upcoming tournaments, all from experts and all in one place. From the home of the Bet Bites podcast, this is Bet Bites Golf with Dave Tyndall and James Butler.
1: Hello, everybody. Welcome along. It's another edition of the Golf Betting Podcast. I'm James Butler, and he's, as always, Dave Tyndall. Dave, how are you? I'm very well. Thank you. How are you? I'm good, thank you. And uh, we are looking at the CJ Cup. And I saw your little joke on Twitter, the annual joke about it being something to do with Reggie Perrin.
2: Did you watch Reggie Perrin? Watch-
1: I used to. Yeah, I am not where I am today, Dave Tyndall, without yes.
2: watching Reggie Perrin. I didn't get where I am today. <laughs> so Immediately alienating anyone about under forty-five and exactly not from the UK. The boss, boss, was a very
1: um, posh but uh, well, pompous but kind of like yeah.
2: scattergun kind of creature called CJ, wasn't he? And I don't think this cup is named after him, Dave. No, I've I've not made that actual connection that he is the inspiration for the for the title. But he should be. Well, I can I remember he did play golf. But uh, anyway, the uh, top end of the
1: markets for this one, Dustin Johnson is around about 12 to 1. Justin Thomas is 14. you got Xander Shaffley in there at 14 as well. 16 to 1, sees Colin Morikawa. My mate, Rory McIlroy, is 20s and Jordan Spieth is 22. So a good field, Mr T.
2: Absolutely, yeah. A uh, second week in Vegas. This tournament normally has been played in South Korea. It was the first PGA Tour event to take place in South Korea. But the pandemic has changed that. So after three editions in Jeju Island, they moved it to Vegas last year. Different course, actually. Um, that was uh, played at Shadow Creek. We're at the summit this time. Um, so after last week's event at TPC, TPC Summerlin, also in Vegas. This, this one's about six miles from the Strip, I think. Um, and there's a couple of tee shots where you get a fantastic view of all the hotels there, so
1: so the the idea is to get an early tea time, get around in
2: of like six under and then party till dawn is it yeah that that wouldn't be bad would it um so long time in Vegas, two weeks, so hopefully some of the guys who played last week haven't overdone it between tournaments, well, but I imagine it's quite tempting absolutely you've been haven't you? Have we
1: had this no, conversation? no we, we we had this conversation last week, and I haven't been. Oh, you haven't uh, been, and right. you, you've stayed in every single hotel I've in, tried to in yeah. Las Vegas, and I, I have never been. Never, no. so, I have to say, um, I did think about it after, after we recorded. It's not a destination that I particularly is towards the top end of my bucket list. There's okay. plen- plenty ahead of it, I think. Right?
2: I was, um, I first read a book about poker when I was about 20 and decided I had to go to Vegas <laughs> I went there when seek I was about to seek your fortune, yeah. I went there when I was about 22 on my own for the first time. Okay. And you came back millionaire? Not quite, no. I did have a really good night on the roulette table on the last night, uh, which kind of paid for the trip. And I thought, this is easy, isn't it? And then on subsequent visits, I think I've given it back to the house.
1: Exactly. Always gamble responsibly, listeners. And one of the worst things you can do is actually have success early on because that makes you think, oh, this is, this is the norm. And it, it very rarely is. Um, but anyway, talking of the, uh, the field, the CJ Cup, I've given you the top end of the markets. We leave this until as late as possible on a Wednesday as we can. Where are you taking me in terms of the bets this week?
2: Yeah, we normally leave it, and especially that seems good, uh, a good tactic when there's a new course in town and we don't really know much about it. But but the the big revelations about this week's course came out earlier in the week when it was revealed that Colin Morikawa, your mate, is a member there, and so is Maverick McNeely. So... I can't pretend that that's already not known. That's out there. Um, But I suppose what I've read from the interviews this week is kind of confirmation that that is a good thing to be. Uh, When it was held last year at uh, Shadow Creek, I think it was only found out maybe at halfway that Jason Kokright was a member there. And I thought, oh, so easy. We'd we'd only known that. And he he went and won. So uh, one of the interviews this week is with him, and uh, they ask him, how big an advantage will is it going to be for people like Colin Morikow and Maverick um, McNeely who have played there? And he says it's a huge advantage, just like my advantage last year at Shadow Creek. I mean, I was probably one of the only players that had north of 25 rounds at Shadow. So those those guys definitely have a huge advantage. And they keep asking other players. They've asked Justin Thomas. That's under Schaffelet. Zander so under Chaffelet does have a Vegas residence, apparently. Uh, but he said he admits he's never played at the course. But, yeah, it's been a theme. They've been asking about Morikawa and uh, Maverick McNeely And uh, Morikawa himself, you know, it's not just... He, he's a member there, but, you know, an active member there, I think we should say, when when they asked him about it, he said sometimes when he's back home, he plays 36 holes a day there. This is a week where you cannot ignore your mate, James.
1: I never ignore him, Dave. You know that. You know that. Um, are, are we going to go with both Colin and Maverick then this, this time because of the membership? Or are you leaving Maverick McNeely alone?
2: No, we've we'd definitely got to go with both of them. It would be ludicrous to have that knowledge and, and not go with either. I will also mention Maverick McNeely in the first round leader market, though, because he's pretty good at uh, fast starts, the young American. He's. Um, I think he's been in the top. Uh, 10 after day one in three of his last six starts Oh, yeah. Okay. so he's someone who can get going early so on a course where he will have that added knowledge it certainly makes sense, I think he's 60 to 1 with William Hill yeah he's 60 to 1, um, 7 places with William Hill, Paddy Power,
1: Sky Bet, quite a few actually, uh, 60 to 1 Maverick McNeely, Colin Morikawa is sixteens, as I mentioned um, at the top of the show, um, Colin Morikawa 16 to 1, that's only 5 places though with uh, Manchin Bet Um, so you can get 14-1 to with the usual suspects with seven places. So he pays your money, he takes your choice on on that. But uh, Colin's always a good bet. Um, But Maverick McNeely, first-round leader, needs to look at that price as well, don't we?
2: Yeah, um, just running through um, his last six tournaments. So he was ninth after day one at the 3M Open, seventh after day one at the Barracuda, tenth after day one at the Fortinet Championship a couple of weeks ago. Also 15th after day one at the Northern Trust. So these have all come in these last half dozen tournaments. Open the Travellers in late June with a 65 to be fourth after day one. Someone who can hit the ground running, someone who can shoot low scores, 64s, 63s. Uh, So, yeah, I think if you think his home advantage will peter out as the week goes on or be slightly diluted when everyone catches up and learns the course, then it might be best to get him... Get him early. 60 to 1, Maverick
1: McNeely to be the first round leader. So the same price as he is to win the thing. And you can get it in a quarter of the time. Um, that's six places with William Hill. Um, with um, Actually, six places with William Hill is the best price there um, for Maverick McNeely. Um, also six places with Betfred, actually, as well, for him to be the first round leader. So uh, we've got Collid, we've got Maverick, um, both to win the thing, both Maverick to be the first round leader. Is there any other bet for the CJ Cup?
2: There is, there is. One other name has, has come out to me uh, today that's... Um... I wasn't particularly thinking of, but he seems to to sort of tick the boxes that when when they've spoken to Morikara about what you what you need to, to do well round here at the, at the summit. So he, in his interview, he said, you're going to see guys hitting certain shots that might land near the pins, but then roll off and roll off down funnels and bowls. Uh, and you're going to end up 40, 50 foot away. So I think you need a really hot game around the greens. And the other thing Morikar said was you're going to see a lot of attacking on the par fives. You're going to see a lot of eagles this week. Um, so sometimes you look at birdie average, um, but he's suggesting eagles are a big part of that equation. Now, that there is a PGA Tour stat uh, called par breakers, which takes into account birdies eagles even an albatross should you get one of those so i looked at last year's rankings you, you,
1: you just made me think of fame there's a song from fame called star maker and for some reason you said power
2: breaker and it made me think of that I want, i'm not gonna sing it carry on Dave. <laughs> um so we've we've only had a couple of tournaments this year so the the date is a, not really settled but if you look at last year uh cameron smith was third in power breakers he make he Makes power or better on over 25% of holes, which is some going. Only two players above him, DeChambeau and John Rahn, both not playing this week. So in this field, this field, limited field of 78, he is ranked one, number one, numero uno in par breakers last season, Cameron Smith. And then those who know him I mentioned there about a short game. You know, he's got a brilliant short game around the Greens. So he's certainly jumping out. I also just had a quick check of his record in Vegas, just just to make sure that you know he's not done terribly there before. He's done pretty well actually. Played four times in Nevada, made the top 25 each time, and made the top 13 um, in three of those. He seems to be a good fit for the course. He played. Plays well in Vegas. They luckily, as well, they also interviewed him. Sometimes you can pick out a player, and you're thinking, "Well, I don't really know what he's been doing in the last four or five weeks at, at this time of the season." But they did call Cam Smith in, and I will just find his quotes because they're they're just useful on what it, what he's been up to. Because sometimes players say, I, "I literally haven't touched a club, or I've, I've my game is terrible at the moment." I'm just using this to sort of get some rust off. Uh, but he said, everything's going good. I've had four or five weeks off, had my old man over here. We've had a good time. Just looking after myself, looking after my body a little bit. It was getting a little bit worn out there towards the end of the season. Definitely excited to be back on the course again. So, yeah, it was a busy season for him last season. Lots of you know, lots of tournaments. It was quite frazzled by the end of it, all the, all the, the playoffs, which he did really well in. Uh, but I think he was just ready for his break. So he looks ready for his break. So on a course that's, to be honest... It's a bit of a doddle. I think we're going to get really low numbers. You want someone who can make low numbers here. And uh, I think Cam Smith is going to be one who can do that. So he's he's around 33 to 1. Yeah, 33 to 1. Seven
1: places with Paddy Power for Cam Smith to burn up the course and uh, score low for us. Maverick McNeely, 60 to 1 first round and tournament price. And then you've got my mate Colin. He's in there as well. You can pick him up at uh, 16s or 14s, depending on how you want to go with him at the various bookmakers around that course and it sounds like that local knowledge that what he said there about the ball trickling off the greens and all that kind of stuff that local knowledge and the uh, the members cards might come in handy for both uh, Maverick and for Colin over yeah. the coming few days. Dave Tindall
2: Definitely. as always as always thank you kindly. Thank you and I've just found a final Cameron Smith quote. Oh go for it go for it I'll let you just, come in. Just to back it up they're kind of asking him they're kind of hinting whether he's just dip. is this going to be a dip your toe in the water week and he says No, just like any other event, I'm doing my prep. No laziness involved. I'm here to compete and hopefully at the end of the week have a trophy. So he's not just turning up to uh, play a bit of golf and then hit the uh, hit the uh, casinos. He's, he's ready to win. Good luck to him. Good luck to him, to Maverick and to Colin Morikawa.
1: And you can get off now, Dave, because I'm going to come and meet you and have a pint with you after I've edited this and put it out on the old podcast land. Gamble responsibly, everybody. Gamble responsibly, as always. Thank you for listening, as always, too. And we will see you next week.
0: Bet Bites Golf is a sports betting media production. Our multi sport Bet Bites podcast is released every Friday. Please gamble responsibly. Visit begambleaware.org for all the information.
2: Sports Social Podcast Network Step into the world of power, loyalty.